Sly Dog Music Cast. Now here's your host, the Sly Dog. Hello and welcome back to the Sly Dog Music Cast. I'm your host, the Sly Dog, and back with another uh, post-concert review. Joined again by the wife. Say hi, wife. Hello. Uh, we actually tried to do one of these a uh, month ago, or is it two months ago now? It was the Young Blood show. Like two months ago. We had a Young Blood review recorded for you guys, and uh, my phone decided it was too full of memes and concert photos, and that it would cut it off. So that one is unfortunately lost to the ether ether sphere. You can blame the ghost of Steve Jobs for that. Um, but we're gonna try this again. We are here tonight in the car. We just got done seeing Water Parks on the Intellectual Property Tour. One of my favorite modern pop punk can we still call them pop punk I don't know I mean that that definition is very broad very broad I guess so I think you can okay pop punk bands and it's the first time I've seen them headline a show and it was amazing just to say the least Uh, we saw them here at the observatory the one in San Diego California Um, thoughts on this venue I mean we've been here before it's a good venue for these types of bands, I think. I think you wish it had seats. I wish that there was somewhere I could sit down. You, you did find a ledge tonight, which is rare. Well, yeah, but then there were people's feet in the way after a while. It do be like I, that. I couldn't sit down. But, yeah, we've never done a review for a show at the Observatory. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I was excited. I'm kind of surprised. I expected them to play the Soma when the show was announced, but uh, they, they announced for here, so I think that's cool. Um, two openers yeah. tonight. Uh, would you have rather the Soma? No, because the last time I almost died at the Soma. Well, yeah. So, no. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was, was a hot a one. Stroke. We were so hot, we didn't record a review. Yeah, we were so hot. We we left in freaking some 41 early. That yeah. That not happen. Shame, shame. Shame. That's big shame for her too, because that's, that's like her. That's her band. It was so, either that or pass out. Yeah, I, I could have carried you. You couldn't have. Oh, don't doubt me. Uh, anyways, we had we had two opening bands. Uh, well, one wow. opening solo act and one opening band. Uh, first one was Sophie. I cannot Powers? remember. Her. Sophie Powers. Yes. Um, she was kind of a pop rock, Billie Eilish wannabe. thing. Going on, Billy yeah. Olivia Rodrigo wannabe from Canada. Hey, she was passable, I guess. No, <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. You don't need to be nice. <laughs> uh, well, okay, look, the auto tune didn't help things. How's that? But I will say this, and you can forward me all the hate mail you want. I'm not a Nirvana fan. She did a Nirvana cover, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, that was the only song I was like, she was. She started it, and I was like, okay, this one's She rock. sang really like, well oh, on that one, too. I was like, oh, this one's rocking. And I was like, oh, that's because it's not her song. She sang it really well, too. She changed the melody. It was really nice. Well, yeah, I, th- I do think that she could probably sing if she actually tried to, like, sing real songs that are well-written and not hers. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, she was... I don't know. I will say this. For all our complaining about her, she was over really fucking quickly. Yeah, yeah. That, that tragedy ended quickly, luckily. Yeah. So, so that was... Uh, we moved on from that. Then we got the second act of the night, Honey, H-U-N-N-Y. I've heard this band's name before, but I've never heard any of their music till today. They, they're really interesting. They kind of have this, like, new wave indie pop thing going on. They kind of sound like a bit like early cure or poppier cure like think in between days and think the first cure album boys don't cry and they were fucking great so 
I was really shocked when they said they were from LA. Yeah. Because I could have swore that the lead singer was talking with a British accent to begin with. Am I just like dreaming that or I don't remember him talking with a British accent. Okay. Just, but he was do he was doing his best Robert Smith in a few songs. If that, yeah, if that yeah, maybe, yeah, I don't know. It was just the way he was singing. But I could have swore that like he sounded British at some point. He did. He did an Austrian accent at one point to imitate he, Sigmund Freud. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, but yeah, I could have swore that he was British. And then he's like, "Oh, we're a bit," and then it went away. And then he's like, "We're from LA," and I'm like, "What the what, what the fuck just happened here?" <laughs> Right. What the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were great. I th I thought they were really good. I they couldn't tell you guys any good. song titles, but yeah, no, they, <laughs> they were fun. Have to get to know that band better. Yeah. They were really good. I bought their CD on Amazon right? while we were. I, I watched you ask after they ended. I looked over and he's looking, scrolling on Amazon. Honey, add to cart. Add to cart. <laughs> yeah, I, there was only one. I couldn't find the other one, so I may have to go on their website. So, guys, if you want to come on the show or send me free shit, like, go ahead. Um, yeah, fantastic band. I highly recommend checking out if you're a fan of like The Cure, like 80s, like kind of like The Smiths, stuff like that, with a little bit of pop punk in there. It's good shit. Mm -hmm. Now, the main act of the night, the, the band I came to see, the band you were, uh, I don't want to say dragged to see because I don't think you dislike them very strongly, but. Let's just say you have funny feelings on this band. Yes, I have cognitive dissonance with this band, I yeah. guess you could say. Yes. Uh, we have an interesting history. Um, I came in around Double Dare, uh, and that's when I introduced it to you. And you loved Double Dare. You thought that was a great record. And we got to see them open for All Time Low. They were the first band on the bill. And they were young. Like, they, keep in mind, they only had Double Dare and the EP out at that point, people. So, um so, and they were just really overzealous and they jumped in the crowd at one point. Austin broke his guitar and they had to cut like a song from their set because it took that long to fix things. And he was just kind of, I don't know, he had a weird vibe that night. Like it was like, he, I, I remember he said, welcome, uh, we're water parks and you're watching the Disney channel. And he said some, I don't know, he said some other weird stuff. He was just being really douchey. <laughs> that's that's how you proceed. I, I think he tr he tries to live like he's a meme. That's how I see it. And then we saw. Uh, I think he was trying to be the the more punky side of the pop punky thing, and he just didn't know how to do it. Like he didn't have that that front man persona. He, he's yet. not a snotty guy. He's not no. like a Derek Wibley of some forty one Wibley Wibley. Someone's gonna send Something me hate like mail that. over that. Anyways, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so that, that was our first experience. And then we saw them again a couple years later. They were the direct support for One OK Rock. And we saw them at this same venue we were at tonight. Uh, they played a little longer that night. Played ten songs instead of four <laughs> or three. Um, yeah. And they were good that night. I really liked them. But I could tell Austin was in a bit of a mood. He was a little short a few times that yeah. night. And then he, <laughs> there were the guitar broke during... Uh, we have a thing with seeing this band, the guitar breaking, I swear... Um, during, right before he was going to do the ballot 21 questions and like he was trying to kill time and he said something to this like girl in the front who was like freaking out, I want you to cry during this song. Like the whole thing, get emotional and live stream it. <laughs> and again, that just kind of whole thing left a weird taste in your mouth it seemed like. Yeah, he just like, I don't know, rubs me the wrong way. He's just got to, with his 
I guess his persona or his personality. It just. I just, like I said, I always think of him like, that's not really who he is. He's just trying to be a character. So I that's... mean, but I don't know who he is. I know who he is as his band. So yeah. I... That's yeah. what he puts out there, so that's what I get. I guess. Well, I'm not his friend. <laughs> that was, that was uh, in 2019, I think. I don't know. 2019 or 2018, something like that. Time pre pre-COVID. Yeah, it's, it's it's weird. It was it was like months. It was a long ass time. Like enter, like let, let me tell you guys something. Like a at that point, fandom wasn't even out. We had entertainment. Uh, so and there was supposed to be an album coming shortly, but then he deleted that album and then he wrote fandom. So that's the timeline we were living in. Um, and then of course we had COVID and there was greatest hits and the. There was the fandom stuff, but I never got to see the fandom tour because I think the fandom tour got killed by COVID. So then there was Greatest Hits, and I thought about going to the Greatest Hits tour. They did a headliner for that one. They came to the Soma, which I mentioned earlier, and uh, it was right around the time things were just starting to open up post-COVID. I was kind of reticent, so I hadn't bought tickets. And then our fucking cat died, <laughs> and our we just went into a pit of despair. So that just did not happen. Um, and then they came around as direct support last year for Black Bear, which my theory is they were actually there to pull in the numbers uh, <laughs> over Black Bear even, but we were traveling and so I didn't get to see them then. So it's been a hot minute since I've seen these guys. Um, they put out a new record this year, Intellectual Property, that I fucking love. I think it's the best thing they've made thus far. So I was really pumped for this show. Um, and you've heard me playing their music a lot over the years. Like, mm -hmm. I keep these, this is one of the band's discographies I keep on my phone. I love them so much. Uh, you, you, it, hearing, and it seemed like you kind of warmed some of these new songs. You like Funeral Grey. I think you like Brainwashed. Mm -hmm. I think you like Self Sabotage. So, was there a little bit of excitement going into this for you? I mean, it wasn't necessarily excitement. Like, I like the songs, but I don't necessarily like, it's weird, I don't necessarily like seeing them live because I feel like sometimes he puts me off. Well, so I, I like listening to the music, yes, but I don't necessarily like seeing them live. Well, before we get to the music, let me ask you this, did he put you off tonight? No, he didn't. He was not, like, in a bad mood or being a douche this time. He was definitely still a character. He was still he was. doing his, he was, like... He was still kind of wacky, but he wasn't, like, mean. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was very grateful. Like, this is the first time I've seen them where they gave us a proper thank you and a good night. Like, last time... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last time when they played Tantrum and he just like he did the last line of the song, dropped the mic and left. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that was weird. So yeah, he was in a good mood, um, and they sounded fucking great. Came out to uh, Starfucker in a freaking parka. Yeah. Why? Parka. I don't understand. Fuzzy. Parka. Parka. Uh, that was interesting. I mean, I saw. I don't understand how they wear like even underneath that he had like a long sleeve shirt. Yeah. Like I don't know how those guys don't It was like, funeral gray. It was funeral gray. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, it came out to Starfucker. Instead of going into 
I, it's weird to me that they didn't dump, dump right into Real Super Dark like they do on the album. Instead, they went into the only song they played tonight from Greatest Hits. They played Numb, which just, that was like, okay, we're up. The energy's moving. That song sounded great. Um, yeah, that song just made me happy. Um, I don't know that we'll go through the whole set list, but that was fun. Uh, fo- follow that up with uh, Rare, which I think... I think Austin had a bit of vocal trouble tonight. He's posted photos of him, like, with cough medicine, so I think he's fighting a cold. And Rare was a little shaky. Uh, Stupid for You you was next. That sounded great. I was glad they got that out of the way early. I like that song. Yeah, that was the first song I ever heard of theirs. That was the first music video I ever checked out from them, so I'm always going to have a soft spot for that one. Um, And I like that they're, like, they could have very easily just stuck that at the end for the easy applause, but they didn't. They played it early, so good for them. Um, then the biggest surprise of the night, like, I knew they were going to play this, but it's still kind of like, wow, like, wow, you guys pulled, went deep for this one. They pulled out Crave, which is what they opened the first show we ever saw theirs with. Um, first song on their first EP. And it was amazing. The audience went apeshit. <coughs> Loved it. Uh, very good audience tonight. Very into it. They knew all the words, even to the album cuts. It's good, good stuff. Uh, then we moved into some some stuff from the new record. One of my favorite songs, Brainwashed. Love it. Uh, any thoughts on like where we are thus far in the show? Brainwashed, Two Best Friends. Um, I like Two Best Friends. That's a good one. That's a fun song. It's it's one of the happier songs on that album. It's like, yeah. like a little ray of sunshine. Yeah. Oh, but at the same time, I know it's about like getting over a girl. Yeah. Like going out with your two best friends, but as I was sitting there, sir, not sitting, I wish I was sitting, standing, standing there, <laughs> listening to it, I was also wondering if it was a little bit of a jab at their their old bandmate. They, they don't have an old bandmate. Don't they? I thought they. You're had... thinking of set it off. Oh shit! Sorry. No, I thought they lost their their bass player. They've never had a bass player. Oh, okay. Cut that part out. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Uh, two best friends. You thought it was a jab. What, what made you think that song was a bit of a diss? I don't know. It just—it just seemed like it. Seems pointed. Yeah, it seems very pointed. Like it was pointed at somebody specifically, and not necessarily just a girl. Yeah. Like that maybe they had like a falling out or something with somebody. Yeah. I don't know. I liked, uh, and then they followed up with "fuck about it," and they had Black Bear up there doing the verse on the video screen. I thought that was kind of fun. I like that song. I know it's immature, but I don't, I don't know. I, I like snotty Austin sometimes. Like, he's good at being... I like, like Blackbear's verse. <laughs> it, it's, but he's literally just doing what he always does. I know. <laughs> and Black, he's good at it. But, like, Austin just, like, that's him on his snotty shit. That's his, like, you know, fuck you stuff. I like that one. His borderline stuff. <laughs> um, up next, I went into Goblin Mode. He, they did War Crimes. And that's when I passed you the water the first time. Uh, and I just proceeded to, like, go apeshit for a song. What did you think of me during War Crimes? Um, you're adorable. <laughs> you're, you're dancing and flailing. Was oh. that one of the ones that they had the some of the, like, more strobing lights on? I think so. Okay, because it was kind of tripping me out a little bit because I was like watching you dance. That's the one where they say God's favorite fucking boy band. Yeah, you were dancing and flailing around and then the little strobe lights were going and it was like kind of 
kind of like made it look like you were moving a lot faster than you actually were. So that was a little trippy. In my defense, I was in goblin mode. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, moving on. I, I love that song, by the way. Thoughts on war crimes? Not one of your favorites? That's when I turn up in the car and drive fast to. Um, let's see. Uh, Reboot was cool. I, I, I don't love that song, but it sounded good live. Um, they, they did Royals, and then Austin's voice kind of struggled for Royals. That was a bit rough. Then we got, um, I think next we went into uh, Real Super Dark. Uh, minor child needs a bulletproof vest and I felt like I had text 10, 20 years rest. That was fun. That's one of the, like, they have these, like, songs that are just noisy and abrasive sometimes, and that was one of those. Yeah. I thought it was fun. It wasn't my, it's not my favorite of those, but I, I liked it. I, I didn't go full goblin mode that time. Saved some of my goblin energy. Yeah. Perhaps a little bit too much of it. That one was a little, I don't know, you can't understand what he says. Yeah, he, his diction is a little rough in that one. Honestly, I've looked at the lyrics. It's a, lo a lot of it is just repeat, repeat. The yeah. the my inner child needs a bulletproof vest like, and twenty years rest in a fun that context. It's like white boy can't rap, just like stop. Which I will say, we're all millennials here, and we and all our inner children need that. Anyways, uh, we went from there into a nice little acoustic section in the show. Did a little bit of twenty one questions. Did our song, Lucky People. Which made me very happy. He did the whole thing. Yeah, I, he was pushed into it. Usually he does like four little snippets of acoustic songs, but the audience kind of goaded him into like, play the rest of the song. So he's like, all right. And I think I, I'd like to believe I was the one, like he forgot the lyrics of the second verse. I would like to believe I was the one that reminded him. I was yelling. You were pretty loud. My hourglass is in your hands. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, it, it was timed out perfectly. <laughs> So, yeah, that I was mean, great. your voice probably did carry over that mostly female crowd. Oh, my God, so many. So. So many high-pitched voices tonight. Yeah. They hurt my ears more than the, yeah. oh the music God. did. They're, like, I can't remember that one point, like, towards the end of the show where they, like, started screaming again. And I was just like, oh, my God, stop. I think it was during Turbulent. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God, make it stop. All right. Oh, we're running out of time, so yeah, uh, all right. Next, we we next was I missed having sex, but at least I don't want to die anymore. I love that song, and I was getting ready to go goblin mode again. Um, and in my pocket, I had holstered our li our liquid death that we were drinking, and I was gonna pull it out and hand it to the wife, um, and go goblin mode, much like I had done during war crimes. Um, the problem is, in the process of reaching in, you've got a can in your pocket. I cut my finger really fucking badly. And let me be clear, like, it was not just a little paper cut. I mean... I was dripping blood. It's not that big of a cut. It was but just deep. It was deep. And you bled a lot. <laughs> I bled a lot. And you thought I cut my finger on the fucking railing somehow. Yeah, I didn't know what you did. This, this person thinks I have skin made of paper. <laughs> um, so then we're just kind of staring at each other, like, what the fuck do we do? And I'm like, go get napkins. And then she kicked the wife, thank you, came back put pressure on my finger, cleaned me up, and proceeded to put pressure on my, my hand while I danced during the next couple songs. 
so I could go a little crazy. Then we got um, like the la- like we end the ending salvo was kind of uh, closer. The ballad from the new album that was fun. And we got Night Out on Earth, which I didn't go too crazy during that one. I was still kind of getting my feelings back, um, but that was a good closer. I liked that they played that one. It's the last song on the album, last song in the main set. And then we got the encores, and we just went straight back into that noisy, aggressive territory. Starting out with real super dark, and it was goblin mode time again. And I was like, I was head banging and spinning around and yeah, going nuts. You, you, well, well, that one wasn't as strobe as the, the one that's coming up. Well, yeah, they were both Yeah. Uh, how are you? Do you during real super dark? I mean, that one was difficult. <laughs> difficult. Yeah. Well, then we got. Um, it's funny, I, I was having so much fun during Real Super Dark. Uh, the next song was Turbulent, which is a song I can sometimes get annoyed with because the lyrics are a little whiny, I'm not going to lie. But man, musically, live, that thing fucking kills. And I went even harder into Goblin mode that time, just flailing. That's when I think you saw me like strobing like crazy and like moving around and yeah. thrashing like a madman. Um, and then they ended it all with my favorite song of theirs, I think. It's definitely Funeral Grey. I uh, love it. Melodic. Banger. Uh, that was out of, like, a year before the album came out, even. And I just played the shit out of it. According to my YouTube uh, account, that was the most played song of my 2022. So, yeah. Funeral Grey. Uh, that show was amazing. Also, I know we didn't talk about, like, Jeff and Otto that much. They're kind of the... Uh, they're the guitar and drums, and they're just a little silenter than Austin is. Austin's a very big presence on stage. Yeah. It's really his show. But it was nice when Jeff put on the... The, the, pride, the flag. pride flag. Yes, and cool. left it on his mic stand. Mm-hmm. But they were great, too. Um, that show was incredible. Uh, I, I highly recommend everybody go see them and check out Intellectual Property. I don't know if you noticed it, but I, I mean, I really liked their, their setup with the, like... It was kind of like they were, we the, were in their room. The screens, yeah. It's and frames. Like those giant wood, like, setup things and the The frames. steps, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know if it was just because the stage at the observatory is maybe smaller than some of the other ones they're on, but, like, they were really close to the edge of the stage. Yes. <laughs> And because like Austin almost stepped off the edge of the stage a couple times, I think. And like the lighting was really cool in that thing because it was like painted white. Yeah. So like every time they you could light it up differently. Yeah, they lighted up different colors, and so it matched with whatever they were doing, which was really cool. It looked really cool, but like I don't know if you noticed. I was taking pictures, which is why I, I noticed like the band wasn't lit very well. No, they weren't. Um, like even Austin wasn't lit that well. Yeah, you couldn't see them. I don't know if it was because they were at the edge of the stage. Kitty cat! Hi! Sorry. Muta! We call, we call this uh, strain our area Muta. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know if it was just the restraints of the... The venue? The venue? Or if it's always like that, but I was kind of getting annoyed that they weren't lit very well. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was that was definitely strange. I did like it. it was like they came down a hallway, mm-hmm. and like it was kind of like we were in like their house or in their room, kind of. It was, yeah, that was really cool. It was a cool effect. 
Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Yes, you may. Do you think on those two, the encore songs, the ones that are like the intense ones, the intense ones, and where the words are kind of like jumbly, jumbly and fast, were those tracks? Oh, there were some tracks. Austin had a little help tonight. I'm not letting him off the hook for it either. I don't think he should have done it, but he was singing mostly. I know he mostly was, but I could definitely tell a difference um, in some of them. I'm like, yeah, he's definitely not, like, he definitely wasn't singing for most of those ones. He let the audience sing most of Turbulent. And he let the audience sing on a lot of stuff, too, which was kind of annoying. Saving his voice, probably, though. Yeah, but, like, even some of the songs, like, he would let the audience, like, almost start for him. It wasn't just, like, doing choruses and stuff. It was, like, random, like, spots in the song. And I'm just like, why aren't you singing this? He, he, I really do believe he's saving his voice. He's, they got those two L.A. shows coming up. Oh, I mean... Like, that, that, that's the singer's uh, ace in the should, hole. He should be singing for us. It shouldn't just be L.A. It might not even... He might, pro, he might pull the same shit in L.A. In LA. It's probably just so that when the... The moments that he really wants wants to emote, like, hit the hardest, like, it's so those hit, like, he wouldn't have been able to do some of those screams if he had, like, done other things, or he wouldn't have been able to, like, sing as pretty during Closer if he hadn't opted out of other things. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I just, I've, I've sang before, and I know the tricks of the trade, so I, it's hard for me to be completely mad at him, but I know I what you know, mean. but I just, it was, you could definitely tell when he was using tracks and when he wasn't. But, I mean, yeah. he did sing a lot. But oh, yeah. You could definitely tell in that encore that it was just tracks. <laughs> Mostly during Turbulent. Yeah, because I was like, and he's not singing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was just a go, fuck, go then, fucking crazy song. Yeah, and then I was getting a little annoyed with uh, all of the crowd singing. Like... <laughs> that crowd was loud. There's I no... mean, it was, yeah, they were loud, and they, you know, they actually were doing pretty good because it was a mostly female yeah. <laughs> crowd, so their their voices actually worked with their the music. But it's like you came here for them, not for the crowd. Yeah, I know what you mean. But... Any closing thoughts? We are sitting in the garage. The garage. Yes. I'm gonna go find Muta. Muta. <laughs> Overall, was it better than you thought it would be? Because I know you're the skeptic going into this. <laughs> Other than my my IQ points being dropped, that's that's a story for another podcast. I, uh, I sometimes wonder if you should have your own podcast where you talk about people watching and all the idiots you see in the no, world. No, because people are just going to think I'm an asshole then. But you're hilarious about it. All right, I want you to write in slidogrockcast at gmail if you want to hear the wife basically roast people or be funny on her own podcast let me know because no, please don't. Like, we, we might start a sidecast because... i've been thinking about starting a sidecast where we watch ghost adventures and she makes fun of ghost adventures no because the wife is gonna lose her professional license that she doesn't even have if she does that well why would you lose your that we'll talk about this later but overall good show yes good all show. right go see water parks people <coughs> they come to your city i think there's gonna be another u.s tour this year from the sounds of it um, go get intellectual property, go get fandom, go get the whole discography, crank it up, stream it, love it, and, uh, peace out, yay, yay.
Follow me on Twitter at Sly Dog Music Cast or Facebook at Sly Dog Music Cast. Thanks again for listening. Peace, love, and music.